Hi, and welcome to Living Unleashed. I'm your host, Alex Runneman. This is a production growing out of my passion for identifying, questioning, and addressing the many challenges I face as an entrepreneur, father, and as a resident of my small Appalachian hometown. From community revitalization to work and business to health and everything in between, join me as we discuss the challenges, but most importantly, search for solutions that may assist you in your quest to unleash yourself and your community. Hey Taylor County, my name is Alex Renneman. I'm with Unleashed Tiger, and I'm here with Scott Bittner running for City Council. Scott, thanks for joining us on the program. I thank you for letting me in. <laughs> Great. Let's start out just right off the bat telling me what, it, what is a City Council member? To me, a City Council member is somebody that's going to take charge and listen to what the city people really want, and even the county to help out the county itself. The city and the county needs to work together, so I would go with it like that. Gotcha. And what is it? Why, why do you want to run? I mean, this, this is tough stuff. Why do you want to run? I retired from the military in 2001. I moved to Taylor County and bought a house, and I decided this is where I'm going to stay for the rest of my life. So if I'm going to stay here and I'm going to raise my grandkids here and I'm going to be a foster parent here, well, then I need to know what goes on in the city and how the city runs and make the city a little better place. Makes sense. And you may have just answered this question. I'm going to ask it again anyway, just in case. You may have alluded to it anyway. Um, share with us a role or a challenge or some experience in your life that you think has, has uh, helped you prepare, at least in part, for, for this office. Well, there's a lot of things that compare yourself uncompared to coming to Taylor County and becoming a city council. Hmm. Now I lost the train of my thought. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, you were talking a little bit about your, your Navy experience, your military right. experience. I would expect that would have some bearing. Right. I have military experience. I retired the military in 20, for 21 years, and I ran anywhere from 200 to 300 people on board ships. A ship is like a city in a way because every, if, the, if the ship is not running functionally properly, the city itself will not go, and neither will the ship. So I think if we get everybody together with the city and work together, it should run pretty smooth and get some changes in the city. So what have you done in the recent past that would kind of help show voters that you're committed to the city and you're you know, going into a, a city council role would be a perfect fit for you? That's a tough one there. <laughs> uh, I know you're active in the VFW I'm and those in things. I'm active in the VFW and the commander of the VFW. I'm also on board for the Memorial Day Parade. I participate in the Memorial Day Parade every year. I make a float for the veterans and carry the, the older veterans that can't walk. I'm trying to get involved with everything when that comes back that way. I'm also getting involved with the city, and it really ain't the city, it's the state of West Virginia by becoming a foster parent and trying to help out that way also. Oh, great. If you're elected, um, what would be your strategy for a successful term in office? I mean, what, how would you define success? For me, success, if I would get reelected and, you, and uh, everybody would elect me, I would have to say to try to clean up the city a little more. We need more houses tore down so we don't have the drug problems of people hanging out in these houses and burning these houses down and people's houses getting burnt down from that. Get the streets and the roads cleaned up a whole lot better. To me, if I got that accomplished, I would be very happy. That's it's good. And we we've got some. We're going to talk a little more about the opioid addiction and some of that in housing. I'm glad you touched on that. Before we do that, though, um, what what would be what would be a strategy? How, how can you make that a reality? I mean, those are things I think we could probably all agree on. How do you pull that off? You pull that off by trying to get grants from the government. 
working with the county itself, working with the city people itself, working with the owners of the buildings. If they don't, if people don't have the owner, if we can't get a hold of the owners or something, maybe go through the court system and try to take control of that and get our workers, city workers out there and any volunteers that we can get and maybe get rid of some of that stuff. And so you mentioned potential work with the people themselves. And it's one thing we always talk about on this program is, you know, with, there's, there's no republic without the public. And they, they've got to be engaged. So what is it you would ask of the folks watching at home or listening? What would you ask of them to, to help you with this, with this uh, strategy? Well, the biggest thing is keep your eyes and your ears open. And don't be afraid to call somebody. I have no problem anybody calling me for anything, uh, especially if there's something going on with a building. Call the sheriff's office. I guarantee you the sheriff or even the city police are going to be right there. Yeah, and you, you mentioned the opioid uh, crisis, which is affecting us. And there's other challenges, and we'll get to those in a minute. But opportunities, what do you see as, what do we have as opportunities in Grafton that we want to really, I don't exploit isn't the right word, but we really want to champion? Hmm. When it comes to the drug issue, man, I, I'm a very hard I'll say, because I'm very against drugs very much. Drugs were in my family. It was very bad. I see how people, exp I, I see how what families go through, and I did not appreciate it at all. So my biggest thing is, is, is the courts, we need to do a little more that way, maybe a little more assistance, but we always got to remember, to me personally, and this is my personal feelings, no one makes you take those drugs. So we have to hold those people that are taking them accountable also. Gotcha. What other challenges do you see us facing as a community? At least maybe the, the bigger, any other big challenges you think we need to really be looking at? Biggest challenge we need to look at is, like I said, the drugs. But then we also got to look at our homeless. We got to make sure that we keep our homeless, our veterans, our elderly, all of them should be on our first priorities, especially children. No baby, no child should ever go hungry or without a home. Yeah. With kind of switching over to some of the questions I told you earlier, uh, we polled the, the citizens of, of Grafton, and they, they brought questions back in for this, for this office. And so I'm going to kind of go through some of them now. We pulled them up. There was a lot, um, but, but kind of grouping them together. There was a lot of conversation around a lot of the momentum in the city right now. Again, we've got our challenges, and we can point to them, and they're as obvious as anything. But there's a lot of momentum happening uh, with a lot of the effort that people put in for multiple years now uh, downtown to try to revitalize it through different activities and projects. Most recently, the announcement for the, the depot, potentially some, some things going on there. Um, what do you feel the role is of, a, of, a, of the city council in these types of initiatives? I think we need to keep pushing this. Our city is actually, when I first moved here in 2001, you can see the change. I see the change big time, and it's going for the better, and I think it needs to keep on going. I think we can get some of these buildings along the city either rented out or taken care of or try to upgrade them a little bit to make them a little more pleasant to look at. We are an excellent when it comes to tourist attractions. We've got the Mother's Day Shrine right over there, so that's downtown. I think the rest of the buildings we can clean up, clean up some of the streets and get the litter and everything off them. Yeah, and and what kind of leadership are you? Would you specifically be able to bring to the to the city if elected to be able to help you know take these initiatives on? Well, I'll fight for everything. It, it's, <laughs> that's a that's a fact. I, I am not, 
I will admit 100% I'm not a person that would just hang out in the background or, or be a yes man. I believe in uh, speaking my mind 100%, and that gets me in trouble sometimes, but I'm a leader. I'm not a follower, but I will follow if I'm lead, led by somebody that really knows what's going on. Yeah, makes sense. You, you mentioned earlier the opioid addiction crisis, and um, you mentioned housing. And one of the things is, is certainly housing that may that may need to be maybe demolished, uh, but based on certain things. But there's another model that um, I think Martinsburg and there's some other cities in the state, and, and certainly around the U.S. that are that are modeling after um, landlords holding landlords more accountable if they continue to rent to drug drug dens. I guess would be the phrase that's used and. You know, for drug house ordinances. How do you feel about that as the role of the city maybe taking on more of an aggressive program like that? I, I really don't see a problem with that. To me, personally, if you own that house, you're responsible for that house. If you're renting that house, you should know who's coming in that house, what they're doing in that house. I mean, it's... I know it goes on in my, my own house, so if I had another house, I would think I would try to know as much as possible what is going on in the house. You always, you always want to inspect your property. So while you're inspecting your property, you can actually always see, you know. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, what, what, we, what we've seen anyway when we looked at those programs is most of the time it's, it's certainly, it's, it's obvious, it's repeat offenses, and, and there's a communication between the court system and, and the landlord so they know, hey, you've been identified, can you do something about this? And so I think there is, it's a little less to just show up and say, hey, you didn't know, you weren't paying attention. Um, so that's, that's been the programs, but, uh, you know, We'll see. I mean, some of them have had some some uh, interesting uh, success. At least they they've touted that. You mentioned earlier about cooperation, which is not always something that we've seen in in our area. Um, arguably, that the county and the city haven't always worked together. Now there seems to be some more movement around that recently. Um, what do you see as the great opportunity for the, for the city, you know, from a collaborative standpoint, whether it be the county or the state or private businesses or whatever? Where do you see you know really uh, some solid partnership opportunities? Well, the, I think the, the first thing that you need to, to look at, and they are working a whole lot better from what I understand and what, from what I hear. The city and the county is working better together. Now, if the city and the county gets together even more with getting some of these houses tore down or getting some of the roads picked up and fixed up to where there's not so many potholes, people ruining their vehicles, I think that's one of the greatest steps we could take to bring it together. Yeah, makes sense. With, with all the growth around us, and certainly on the northern and western ends of the county, um, there's lots of growth uh, economically, and, and, and things are changing over time. And Grafton has certainly changed over time. Um, what, what would you see, what would be your vision for how Grafton can move forward and, and be successful and either capitalize on growth or just allow the, the ones that are here to flourish? Well, the biggest thing Grafton's got to look at, and in and my opinion, is, is the children, because the children are coming up into the world and they're leaving and there's nothing here and we need to bring things here to keep the children here and to keep us growing i yeah. mean way back when grafton used to be a booming town from what i understand i mean granted i didn't wasn't here wasn't born in west virginia but it would be nice to have grafton grow like that again Man, you see some of the old pictures of the streets mm -hmm. during the busy times. It's it's hard. You know, even the the bridge for the, watching the railroad workers going back and forth is just unbelievable. Um, so we've we've talked about a lot of things, and we're, we're getting close to the end. But but one of the things that um, that really uh, you you hear a lot of people coming in is fostering business, fostering economic growth downtown. 
And I guess, you know, some of the things are around lodging, around, you know, company, you know, are we going to bring in an industrial park? Are we going to bring in technology? Where, where do you see the city's role or what, what ideas you might you have or things you're willing to, to commit to that, that would help grow our economy here in, in Grafton in the city? The biggest thing is bringing, bringing business to the city. It doesn't particularly have to be downtown, but we need to get more businesses in this city. City limits, or even in Taylor County, to be all honest. It would be nice if they were in the city limits, but if they're not, at least they were in Taylor County. Well, jobs, more jobs, maybe less people on welfare, and not, you know, out there working, and we get economics back, back up. High tide raises all boats, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, for, for, I love this question. This is something that came in. We asked for kind of a lighthearted question from folks at home. And, and the question is, what are you most grateful for? My family. Yeah, nice. It was quick. You didn't even have to think about I that. I didn't have to think about <laughs> that at all. Nine grandkids, 100%. You got them in spades. Hey, um, it's customary on this program. At the end of everything, we give you the last word. What is it you'd like to tell the citizens of Grafton? Well, the biggest thing I'd like to tell the citizen of Grafton, in, in case people don't recognize me, I work at Lisa's restaurant out on Route 50, and I always wear a bandana. And a lot of people tell me they can't tell me, don't know who I am if I'm not having my bandana on. But that's where I am from, or that's where I work, I should say. And you're more than welcome to come out and see me anytime and ask me any questions. I'll try to answer them. Uh, like I said, I am the commander of the VFW here in downtown Grafton. I plan on working my way up through that and maybe become state commander someday when I'm a little older and retired a little more. <laughs> I did retire from the military. And like I said, I do live here in Grafton. I live on Leonard Street. I bought Joe Renneman's old house. Your daddy's <laughs> old house. You were born and raised there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I have nine grandkids and one foster child. And my little dog. You, you can't. You gotta love dogs too. That's all it is to it. Great. All right, Scott Bender for City Council. Scott, thanks for coming on the program. Good luck. Thank you.